Yeah, because it was a neat day. I like, and that I want everyone to kind of like don't feel like the entrepreneur route is like everything too. Like, because learning these skills sometimes it's not about you being an entrepreneur. It's about you like. I think we were talking the other day about sometimes it's better being. I don't know if it was you all, but talking about being number two at a company or number three is sometimes better than being number one. Because exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. I kind of learned all these skills and I went straight into entrepreneur and why I have a lot of freedom. There's a lot of up and down and stress where it's like times I'm like, man, I wish I just had a regular nine to five job. <laughs> or, or people look to you all the time because they know that you can get it done, yeah. you know, which can just, which could be a good and bad thing, right? Like I want to be able to help as many people as I can. Uh, and I want to have, I want to feel like I have these responsibilities and that I'm, you know, in charge or, or at least in control of whatever project or whatever I'm doing, you know, but some people can't, don't, don't even want that. They don't want the responsibility. They think it's too much of a headache or a hassle, right? But that doesn't mean you're still not useful. That just means you have a different preference and you take that preference and you know yourself and you, you follow your path. Yeah. I think there is a big thing in, in today's world of trying to push everyone of like, you're not successful unless you own a business and things like that. And it's like, and that's yeah. just not true. Yeah, it's yeah, not, it's not true. There's some, there are some of the happiest people in the world. <laughs> some of the lowest people. If everybody has a business, if everybody has a business, who's who's working for who? Yeah, <laughs> you know, you got some of the people, some people who are like the worst leaders, but they want to be bosses because they just want to be a boss. Like that title, that um, that prestige is attractive to them, but they don't have like what it takes. I look at a boss being or a leader just being someone that you're now responsible for a bunch of people and your job is to make sure they have everything they need to succeed. Like you, it's almost like you answer to them, even though technically like you're their supervisor. You know, I always look at it like that. You know, I'm reporting to them, making sure they're okay. So it's a lot of responsibility to do that. And a lot of people don't have the skill set, the personality to even really do it effectively. You know, they just a bossy person. Well, yeah. And I think leadership is, is a very important topic. I mean, that's the, what I seek in a leader. I'm looking right next to me and they're right next to me and they're, they're in the mud, they're getting their hands dirty and they they're leading. They're showing you by example. They're not sitting somewhere saying, Hey, go do this. That's not leading. You get up right next to me. You show me that you're, you, you're willing to work just as hard as I am. Actually, matter of fact, you're the boss. You should be working even harder than I am. You know what I mean? And when I see that, I want to work harder for this guy. I want to keep up. I want what he's got. You know what I mean? Stuff, stuff like that. And that's who somebody I see as a leader. And I try to do that with myself and my team, right? I want my team to see me as a leader and I want to be the responsible one. I want to be the one in control and to take charge uh, and to be able to take us to that next level and make us all succeed. I love when we can succeed as a team. It's great. Especially, yeah, if you're going to entrepreneur route, I definitely agree with like, Leadership is probably one of the biggest skills that you have to learn because you're going to reach a point where you're going to get burnt out and you just have to have make people be able to trust in you and different things like that. So I definitely like having leadership. And I think a second one is like communication. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and transparent communication is key. If you don't know something, say you don't know something. Don't lie about it. There, that's just way harder. It makes things more difficult. And then if you get caught for what, you know, you didn't even have to lie. Just tell the truth and be honest uh, and just tell them clearly what it is you need from them or what is happening. You know, people respect that more than you not doing that. Hey, so, Trev, you in project management. How does, because I know you, you have to have communication. How does 
communication like influence your day to day? All of it. Everything <laughs> I do is like pretty much based on communication. You could say that I do work and I, I manage, you know, projects or I might, you know, um, you know, do some work. But a lot of what I do, and this is in my entrepreneurial stuff, as well as, you know, my nine to five is just managing um, relationships, a lot of facilitation, sometimes feelings. Uh, sometimes there's a lot of babysitting sometimes like you just have to know, like and understand people's personalities and how to kind of get them to. Um, excel and do well, as well as like being able to um, be convincing of, of anything um, that you want to do. So if you have conviction about something or, you know, you need to get something done and you've identified um, a few people that can and um, it's about convincing them to join, to be a part of a larger group. And, you know, like that person may not even be a team player. It's like, how do you get that person to play with everyone? And it's like those are the challenges. Those are the skill sets that a leader program manager, project manager must possess because a lot of it is just, you're just talking. You're just, a lot of it is just talking. And then like you have other people executing, like it's your job to have that vision or maybe your organization has that vision, but you need to communicate that to others and they have to understand and execute it. Um, So communication, that's really, I'd probably say 90% of what I do. (laughs) Yeah. And just a, a little bit more to your point is like a leader wears many hats. Right. You know, sometimes you're playing HR, sometimes you're playing coworker, sometimes you're playing boss. Right. You got to you got to be able to do it all and you got to be versatile and be confident in your abilities. Yeah. I think another that one of like is like adaptability. Yeah, that's key. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So talk about both of you talk about I guess you start first, Mike, about how being adaptable because you did a lot of different jobs before you actually got into it. So how you kind of adapted into it. Yeah, I, I think, you you know, you always have to have that motivation, that dr- that self-drive, right? Like, I know I want to do better for myself. And so I that's what I was talking about a little earlier. Like, I don't really pass up on too many work opportunities. You know what I mean? If I have the time, I'll go. Just because I'm tired or I really don't want to do it doesn't mean I won't do it. I'll go out there and I'll do it, right? I feel like that also builds character, but it also increases your skill set, right? It, it Now I'm talking to more people. Now I'm in front of more people. Now I'm doing more things, whatever it is, like I'm getting better at it because I'm doing it more often. I'm surrounded by other people that are doing it and know what they're doing and I'm learning from them. They're learning from me, you know, so it, it, you have to be able to be flexible and and adapt to different things Uh, at any given day. Right. uh, You know, as an IT person, you know, we can, you can go from uh, printers to Wi-Fi to, uh, old school phone telephone lines you know there's just so many different things in any given day that you have to adjust so your mind has to be able to switch uh, and shift around to different things uh, and be able to pull all that information and all that data pr- relatively quickly uh, so you know you just have to take those skills and just keep take take the opportunities that you get is is really what I'm driving at yeah and I think being adaptable especially with me is like Coming from real estate and doing it in marketing, you kind of have to adapt, especially in marketing, because things change all the time. Yeah. It's like I'll have a strategy where it's like this works nine out of ten times. There's something the algorithm or something to change, and it's like, well, it doesn't work anymore. <laughs> and like another thing for like us, oh, so like right in, in my network industry, it's like uh, you know, I don't need to know every single firewall, but I need to know like how a firewall works and what are the general things I'm looking for. Every console is going to be different. You need to adapt to every console. You need to learn every different console, right? But really, you know, while you're in it, but really I know I have the knowledge, the overall knowledge of what I'm trying to accomplish. 
and I take that with me and then I use that for each different console because what you're trying to do is the same. It just looks a little different. You need to be able to adjust to these things uh, and, and still be able to carry out the goal or the, the, the work. Yeah, and the next one I have down is marketing. I think a good skill to have for everyone to go into is like knowing some marketing, even if it's super basic of knowing social media or knowing website content. Yes. So to talk about like Trevin, your position, how you even use marketing, even not even having a lot of experience in it, how it affects you today. Uh, everywhere. I, I mean, I can talk about from my nine to five. So for my nine to five, um, one of the things I do within my organization, my division is that we offer up digital solutions, um, you know, within the DOD, within the, um, within the Navy to, you know, other entities, other shipyards, right? So a big part about that is marketing who we are since our division is relatively new. So we have to really just um, show people what we do. You know, we could send an email and send it out to everyone and like, hey, this is who we are, this is what we do now. And they won't know to come to us until we market what we can do um, Joe, you mentioned that um, you gave out free ads or like $100 ads to people. Um, we have to do things like that. You know, we have a product and we believe that it can transform the DOD, the Navy from a you know digital solutions perspective. But nobody's going to come to us. No one's going to work with us unless we sit there and we market what we do. So we figured out ways to market the things that we do, like within a nine to five organization. Like that, it sounds like weird to say that in the government, but it's like you, we have to market that. You know, we have to build um, SharePoint sites. We have to build these, you know, um, front facing tools that people can see that have colors and and descriptions and things, graphics people like. So, I mean, that's one way on my nine to five side. And then on the entrepreneurship side, just finding ways to engage with people. So that could be the newest form of social media, TikToks, Reels, that sort of thing. Um, you know, figuring out those strategies. Yeah, what about you, Mike? Because I even know that you've done like web social media stuff, like even in your IT role. Yeah, even in- a social media guy. That is so like, but that's that's how good he is. He doesn't have to personally be one to just build <laughs> industry. Like he doesn't have to be. Well, that's the thing, right? I've taken so many opportunities. Hey, Mike, can you do this? I- not really, but I can probably figure it out, right? And then I figure it out and then I can do it. And then I learn more and more about it as I regularly do it. And then I'm able to produce a product that, you know, is marketable, is sellable. I can put it out there. But yeah, no, it's, it's you have to market yourself. And when you're in, an, the, the main point about that is like in, in your resume and in your interview, you know, that you are selling yourself to this company that you want to work for. So how are you going to do that? You got to be confident, know your skills, look at the job posting, know exactly what they want and, and bring that to them confidently. I know what I'm talking about. I'm happy. I'm happy to be here. I want to work. Those are the type of people I want to work with. Somebody that wants to be here. I don't want to be, I don't want to work with somebody who's late all the time because they just don't feel like getting up and it's just another job. No, I want you here excited, ready to go. You know, like I said, I'm a kind of a team player. We need, we need people that are going to thrive and succeed so we can all move up. Uh, but going back to some of the marketing stuff, it's like, you know, even in my IT role, and I've done this for other companies is, you know, how do how do we market us as a company now, other than just me as an individual, right? So you need to go to different pages, you need to do some competitor research, who's doing what, are they being successful? How are they being successful? When are they doing these things? Do the research, and then cater or tailor that research to your goal right because other people's marketing goals can be different you can and sean you're joe you know about this way more than i do all the different metrics 
within like Google ads that, or, or any ads that people can look for, you know, one customer about, might want sales, right? Another customer just might want views and another one might just want engagement. It all really depends on what the ultimate goal is. But regardless, you have to put yourself out there with your best foot forward and, and be consistent about doing that. So people know who you are when they see you. And when they talk to you, they're more comfortable because they've seen it in the past. Yeah. I like that. I think the, and the last one I have is project slash time management is an important skill to have. From my perspective, it's kind of everything because you have so many projects going on. I personally have to use an app. So I use like Todoist or even the reminders on my iPhone. <laughs> and I pretty much, I time block. <laughs> Yep, I set time blocks. I just put my calendar like, hey, I'm going to focus on this and this block. And it kind of, you need that. It's so important in today's world because everyone has short attention spans. Like there's so many things going thrown at you all the time. So it's like, you have to be able to prioritize everything. So Trevor, talk about from you being a project management, how you use, I guess, how it affects you every day, like having those skills. Yeah, it's definitely a learned skill. I mean, you could be good in your personal life, you know, at it, but when it comes to other people and then you're not just managing their tasks, you're also managing emotions, um, you know, different personalities, all these different things that aren't necessarily what could be considered work, but you are managing them. You have to time block. Um, I like what you said about that, Joe. For me, I use my phone. Um, I use Microsoft OneNote a lot. Uh, that's a new tool I started using. Uh, just finding ways to keep yourself really organized because that'll speed up your processes a lot. Um, so for me, staying organized and just knowing where everything is at in general, um, having someone um, you know, our tool like a shared drive or something like that, where it's not just you that has access to it, it's your whole team. Um, I know that's something that we have utilized and I think that's really excellent, excellent tool, but just staying organized. I think you've got to start there because knowing where everything is at, knowing where to tell someone where, you know, a document or a file is located, it's just going to overall help with dealing with multiple tasks as they come. If you stay organized, if you have a place for everything, you won't run into, or not as much these, like the feeling of being overwhelmed, you know, it's going to happen with too many things, but that's when you have to delegate in the first place. Hopefully you have a team, you have capable people that you can hand things off to. And so you don't get to that point of being overwhelmed and overworked and burnt out. I think um, when you guys mentioned that. It's it's definitely a viable skill because I've seen people that have no organization and it's, it's hard for them. Cause I think I think you'd definitely stand out like a sore thumb of like, hey, I can't keep thinking or versus like you may not know what you're doing, but you got everything organized, you got a nice project laid out, you kind of just makes you way more effective. And yeah, like, what about you? Yeah, exactly. And it's like time, I'll tell you what, time, there is not enough time in the day for any of us to do all the things we need or have to do. Right. And so that's the, the older I get, the more I appreciate when someone else appreciates my time. Right. I don't don't be late to my meeting. Like that's disrespect. That's just blatantly disrespectful. Don't be late. Matter of fact, be early. You know what I mean? Like you, yes. you have to have you have to allocate the time for things that are important. Show that they're important. Be present in when you're in these meetings and things like that. But yeah, you have to keep everything consistent. You have to be on time regardless, right? Like everybody appreciates that. So when when people are late, it it, it it's negative. It's a negative feeling. Then I'm not as energized. I'm not as excited to start my presentation and things like that because now I'm losing focus because I'm focusing on the person that just entered the door in the middle of me starting my intro. 
you know, a lot of things like that. So we just want to make sure we take care of each other's time and make sure that you are organized. I don't want to be a dead horse here, but organization's key, right? Some people can be super organized. Some people are really good in chaos, right? They have, they have all their stuff spread out, but they know where it is. And if it works for you, that's okay. But when you're playing with a team, you need to make sure that you have everything that they need uh, so that you don't have any, you know, you don't have anything outstanding for them. You don't want the, you don't want people to be waiting on you. You know what I mean? You want to have your work in and submitted and be good to go and know that it's, they're not, nobody's waiting on me. Yeah. And to add on to that, one thing that I've kind of grown into, I used to, when people are late to different things, um, or I was late, I used to sit, like, if I was late to something, I used to say to someone why I was late, you know, and to the person uh, listening to me, it's either they cared or they didn't. And then when I was on the other side of it, when I had meetings set up and I needed things, you know, I noticed that I stopped caring why people were late. You know, if you're going to be late or something is delayed, I'd rather you just tell me. I won't even be like, um, like, uh, necessarily mad or anything like that. I'm more so now I know what to do. Now I know the adjustments I need to make because I was making time allotments and things like that based on getting this on time, you know? And it's like, now that I don't have that, now I have, and I didn't know that now I have to pivot and, and do things, um, you know, that sometimes you aren't prepared for, you can prepare all you want, but sometimes you don't know. So a big thing for me today is like, I don't care why you're late. Just tell me if you're going to be late because now like I know what to do and I'm not even mad at you because life happens. So yeah, and exactly. And like, you said, like an organized person might have everything lined up to the minute, right? At this hour, I have two minutes before this next meeting, which means yeah. I don't have two extra minutes to stay in this meeting with you because you were late, right? Yeah. There's things like that. So you want, you just want to keep that stuff in mind. And especially when it comes to your time, right? You don't want people doing that to you. So you just want to make sure that you don't do that to other people. As well. Big thing. Yep. I like I was talking about project management and then we like went over into time because I definitely think there's there's a viable thing. Like the most viable thing everyone has is time. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's the most viable. So having respect for people's time, but also respecting your own time of like, hey, I know what I'm going to go in and do, kind of putting a schedule because routine kind of builds a lot of things. Like so I think like putting things down in calendars and different things like that, it kind of helps you put time all together and yeah, you look better outside and you feel better inside. And you feel better inside and you show people <laughs> yeah. you care because you do, you know, that's yeah. never a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So, awesome guys. Well, I think that was a great conversation. I really do. And I really hope the listeners found that helpful. I think we touched a lot of different topics today and I think, you know, the, the listeners need to just really walk away with some, be confident in your abilities and, and take the time to focus and, and learn the skills you really are, have interest in because it's your life and you're the one that has to work all the time and you're the one that has to get up every day and do it. So uh, the better you can present yourself, the better off I think you'll be. But also, everybody, thank you so much for your time. Trevor, Joe, definitely appreciate, appreciate you guys. I uh, hope you guys listen next time. All right. Thanks for having me. Definitely.